2: Folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 192 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on February 21st, 2020. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what is up, my friend? Nothing. You? Nothing much. Uh, Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Me! Kevin. We are catching up on the news today, my friend. I love news. I love news, too, and I really enjoy when we do all news shows. There's some, like, big news this week. Like, just, like, not, like, earth-shattering, but, like... Big to us and probably to the people that listen to this show, um, which is the kind of news that I really like. Um, Yeah, me too. Yeah, and and, you know the news, as always, is brought to you by our good, good friend, possibly bestie, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you with no additional cost to you. And when you hear about some of the news this week, folks, you're going to be calling Dave Weikert like crazy to book your next trip because there's a lot going on. So you ready to jump headfirst into this? Let's dive in. I mean, before before we jump head first into this, any, any new Peter Mandel news? Any like, Disney oh. trips being planned? or?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to go at the end of the year, which I guess is a little depressing because it's a long time away. It is a long time away. My kids are so excited about it. And I'm like, well, how about we get through all of spring and all of summer and most of fall before we get really excited? But, you know, you That know. was
2: the thing that you, you once said to me when I was going in the fall and I like, couldn't wait. And like, oh, nine, you were like, Kevin, don't wish the summer away.
1: It's true. And I, I Listen, only because I have to remind myself all the time. Yeah. So I definitely have to remind my kids.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and that was a really good point that I thought you made where I was just kind of like, huh, you know, that, that like, don't wish, like, it, appreciate all of your year. Don't just live for your Disney trip, um, right. which is a lesson I think a lot of people, you know, learn eventually. But uh, so for me, um, the only big new thing for me is that I um, got to finally see Epcot forever. Oh, how was it? I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah, I had a great time seeing it. Um, I, I watched. I got the. I got a fast pass for it, and you know, w- watched it from the fast pass location. However, they have a big stage up there for the Festival of the Arts, like in right. And so I had to like look watch the fireworks show like through the stage, which is not a hu- not a huge
0: deal because
2: right. you know, like it's in the sky. But there's stuff that happens in the lake.
1: Right, that's true.
2: It's not like you know that that illuminations globe or anything like that, but they do the they do the they have these like light up kites, and the kites okay. are so cool. Like they the kites are like dragged by boats in the water, and I, they're one they're probably my favorite element of the show. That and also just hearing all of the old Epcot music and and yeah, you know, it was. I, I dare say I had more fun with it than Illuminations.
1: Well, you know, again, listen, Illuminations is also a little bit like uh, Episode 2 in Star Wars. You know, <laughs> I, I think people forget how cool it was to see Yoda do something for the first time. Yes. And now they're like, yeah, Episode 2, whatever. It's bad. Um, Uh, you saw illuminations 300 times (laughs) you know what i mean so do i think the new show you had a better time i I hope so because you saw illuminations a zillion times but you
2: know what i i would i would dare say i saw wishes more times than illuminations i mean dare say i definitely saw wishes more times than illuminations and wishes still like choked me up every time i saw it
1: that's true you you were sucker for wishes
2: illuminations never did that so um okay so you ready for some worldwide news Let's do it. All right, going broad. Uh, the so the, you're now at following at least a three night or longer stay at a Walt Disney World Resort hotel, you will get an augmented reality message from Mickey Mouse on your my Disney through your My Disney Experience app. Huh, oh, okay. I'm sorry, through the Play Disney Parks app. Play Disney will will soon offer a new augmented reality greeting from Mickey Mouse. After your vacation, check your mailbox for a letter thanking you for your visit. That letter will then contain a special QR code that unlocks a sec- uh, hidden secret in the Play Disney Parks app. So, cool or not cool? I think it's cool. I think it's a nice okay. little way to keep the magic going a little bit. I mean, I always like getting that letter at the end after the trip where they're like, thanks for coming. See you real soon. Okay. You get that letter, I would I'm like, sure.
1: I would like to find a way that they could like personalize it somehow.
2: Uh, Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's possible.
1: I'm just saying. That's what I would like.
2: I know I'm dumb. Dreaming big here. Resort news. This is some big resort news right here. Uh, The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser reservations are coming later this year for a 2021 opening. That's coming quick. Yeah, it is. Disney has today announced that reservations will open later this year for its new Star Wars multi-day vacation experience, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Although no specifics have been announced, we do know that it will have a 2021 opening uh, following reservations beginning in 2020. Uh, Ann Morrow Johnson, the executive producer of Walt Disney Imagineering, said Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is a completely new type of experience. You're going to live on board a star cruiser, and you get wrapped up in the larger Star Wars story. Still, nothing about pricing. Right. And I would assume, like any Disney Resort reservation, you got to put down at least, you know, well, Disney Resort, what is it, two hundred bucks to put the reservation down? Yep. So you think it's going to be two hundred bucks still for this, or do you think it's going to be like a thousand
0: dollars?
1: no i mean i I don't think they would do that because honestly it doesn't really matter that that amount is going to be refundable if you cancel anyway right so you know the 200 bucks is kind of just to make sure people are kind of real about it and not just booking vacations and canceling them but um i can't imagine it's gonna be Listen, i'm not saying it's not gonna be more but i can't imagine it being a ton of money unless they do it differently on the you know it's funny we we treat this as like a disney cruise maybe if they do it differently on a cruise which i can't speak to maybe then but I, i don't i don't foresee that
2: yeah i mean that's a really good point point. i'm wondering if they will like because on a cruise like I, i've never booked a disney cruise but i booked a regular cruise before and like there was no down payment and payment like you, you paid it all up front so right or at least i did for the one i went on uh waterpark news uh so no real like news news just more like remember folks if you're planning a trip this time of year it is february Um, sometimes in Florida, it does get cold. I think people forget that sometimes. Like, I've had family come visit me over the last, through the fall and the winter this year and last year, and they're kind of, like, surprised when it's, like, 60 degrees. Or 50 degrees. Okay. Like, my brother and his girlfriend, case in point, were just here, like, a week and a half ago, and they really wanted to do a day at the pool at my apartment, and it was never, never warm enough for it. Um, but there have been weather closures of the water parks due to uh, temperature recently. So my advice, this is more of an advice news news bit, is check before you go, obviously. Don't show up at Blizzard Beach and it's closed. And right. um, have a backup plan. Be like, if you're going in January, February, honestly, anytime from November through February, I would say if you're planning a water park day, have a backup plan. Okay, on Tuesday, we're going to Blizzard Beach, unless it's too cold, in which case we will then go to Hollywood Studios or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I can remember we went on one trip. Maybe it was like 2002, and we had gone in 2001 in like February or January, and it was Literally freezing cold. And when we went in 02 I can remember I like, telling my friends like, you know, you're better wearing a coat just in case, and like a hoodie and some jeans. And dude we got there, and it was like 92 every day. Yeah. It, it's just Florida. You don't ever really think about preparing for the cold in Florida, but then sometimes it sneaks up on you, and there it is. Well, yeah, I, I mean, freezing, I was but.
2: I was at uh, I was at was I at Disney? I don't remember. I was somewhere. It was either Disney or Universal, and it was super hot recently. And, um, oh no, it was, it was Hollywood Studios the other day when I ate at Sci-Fi. Um, and it was, it was really hot out. And then today, I think the high today is like 60 degrees.
1: Right. Which sounds great. Yes. Yeah. It's like in the 20s here. So.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Disney Springs news. Spring Street Tacos, the taco food truck, uh, over on the west side has closed. A new hot dog truck will be replacing it. Now, if you're really okay. hankering for a, for a taco, I understand why they closed Spring Street Tacos because Four Rivers Cantina is over in the Marketplace down by where World of Disney and the Co op is, and that mm-hmm. has got your tacos in it. Like you can get tacos there. Uh, so a hot dog truck, though, that is awesome. And so I like a
1: good specialty hot dog.
2: Yeah. And so now the West Side food trucks, you have a mac and cheese truck, a cookie dough truck, and a hot dog truck. So, I mean, the, the mac and cheese truck is great. I've had the shrimp and lobster mac and cheese from there before, and it's wonderful. I highly recommend it to anyone who is just looking for, like, a quick counter service dinner at um, right. Disney Springs. The uh, Magic Kingdom News. And the Magic Kingdom News, as always, is always, is brought to you by our good friends over at KingdomStrollers.com, who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams for your next Disney vacation. Um, Cinderella Castle is getting a makeover. I'm sure you saw this. I did. What do you think? I'm all for it. Look, it's it's no giant pink birthday cake.
1: Correct. I almost feel like anything you do after that's cool. We're yeah. cool with
2: it. Well, I mean, here's the thing. This change, so they're adding some gold accents to the castle, and they're, they're kind of changing the castle uh, towers to be like a deeper blue. Right. To kind of stand out against the gold. I think that that's a good idea i'm excited to see it um i'm i mean when you change something as iconic as cinderella castle there's always going to be that level of fear of like you can't go home again but you can because they've changed the castle before and they always inevitably end up changing it back this seems like a change though that will stick like that will be permanent you but well, i mean define permanent i mean i just don't think they're going to change it back ever I mean, adding gold accents and, and painting the you know, painting the towers, I think that's, that's
1: I don't know, man. They change the castle all the time. I know not change change, but they kinda do.
2: I, I think it, I'm cool with that. I mean the artist rendering was absolutely beautiful. It's still that's great. yeah, it's still Cinderella Castle, just a little bit uh more glamorous, I guess. And as You close, remember
1: when they had that that giant frame looking thing on the front of the castle?
2: Yes, yeah, I do.
1: I mean, at no point was I like, man, I really like that. I didn't like it. But I was never upset about it because the castle always kind of gets little tweaks here and there. But this isn't
2: one of those things. This isn't like the giant frame, though. This is just adding some gold accents and changing some, you know. uh, So I I think it's going to look breathtaking. It's going to make the castle appear more regal, which is something that I'm all about. Um, Now, like previous castle changes, like you said, the giant picture frame or the birthday cake or when they covered it in toilet paper for stitch. I mean that was only for one day. But going right,
1: like I said, I'm not sure that counts,
2: but yeah. okay. You know, anytime the castle is changed, people get like antsy about it because it is such a special landmark to so many people. I mean, I think I read somewhere once that it's one of if not the most photographed like building in the world. Right, I believe that. So, I mean, how many pictures a day do you think are taken at the castle? Oh, I mean, do. I mean, how many people are in the park? Do you think it's like 50,000? Like I mean,
1: in today's day and age where your camera will take 10 pictures at a clip, you know what I mean? And you can. It doesn't matter. You're not using film. Plus
2: how many uh, photo uh, pass pictures get taken. Right. It's
1: insane. You're talking, I don't know, a million pictures a day. I, I, mean, I can't it's,
2: imagine it's a million pictures a day, but I could see uh, it going into six figures.
1: You're telling me if 50,000 people are in the park, right? Yeah, how many? We, how many would you have to take for it to be a million? What's the math on that? Twenty?
2: What is that? Well, be a be, million divided by fifty thousand.
1: Right. Is that twenty?
2: Uh, hold on, I'm doing the math right now. Fifty. I'm pretty sure. I'm and by me, I mean my calculator. Twenty. Every person in the park would take twenty pictures.
1: You don't. I mean, I gotta ask you. When I go, when I go there, do I end up with twenty pictures a day of the castle? I probably end up with more if you count photo pass, like a lot more.
2: Well, and every photo pass photographer will take at least you know seven or eight pictures of of you in a clip for you to like pick from right so maybe maybe it could be a million i don't know i mean and and there's no way to actually like gauge that like test that
1: well no we're speculating but i bet you it's a million
2: a day i mean so 365 million pictures of the castle a year
1: you have crazy people who show up at the park with their tripod. I mean, you think they're taking toilet pictures? They brought tripods to the park, Kevin.
2: Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay, so now I know what you're thinking, and it's what everybody's thinking out there. This is all going to be great when it's done, but what is this going to look like while they're doing it? Correct. Because, man alive, you spend all that money and wait all that time to go to Walt Disney World and you show up, and there's scaffolding all over the castle, like, that's gotta be... That's gotta be horrifying. Like, could you... Like, I couldn't imagine going to... Like, I was there while the ki- birthday cake was assembled. But could you imagine going while the, while the castle was half pink? Ugh. So, this I- question was raised apparently enough that Disney felt the need they needed to respond to it.
1: Oh, good. All right.
2: Yeah. Um, The vice president of the Magic Kingdom, Casey Kirk who should be called the captain of Magic Kingdom, because then be captain Absolutely. Uh, while temporary construction equipment may be present while Cinderella Castle receives its royal makeover, it will remain uncovered, and we will do our best to ensure guests are still able to capture special photos and memories in this iconic spot. So, are you assured by that? Um, yes. What would you You're do not... if you showed up and, and, like, the castle was, like, covered in scaffolding?
1: I'm a little bit different. I mean... Uh, Would I be upset? I mean, not really. I I don't look at you, Kevin. You and I are both blessed that Disney is not a a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Correct. If I went there and there was scaffolding all over the castle, would listen? There's a part of me that'd be excited. You know that. I'd be oh, like, oh yeah, because cool. we're like that
2: when the crane is up.
1: We're like, oh look, the yeah, crane. Never, never going to see this ever again. It's kind of cool. Yeah, but um, I mean, would it be optimum? No, of course it's not optimum. But I wouldn't. I I would try and make a point of not being devastated by it, especially when when you do have other park icons. You know, if I went there and the Epcot ball was covered in scaffolding it's and the Tree of work. Life was covered in scaffolding and right. and ever the Hollywood Studios one, I guess the, it's officially it's the tower. it's
2: officially the Tower of Terror now.
1: Okay. Well, and that, well, that one would be left unscaffolding because I don't care. Would I be upset? Probably, but I, I would try to not be, uh, upset. Now, listen, I know someone who went to Disney one time when it was the birthday cake castle. And I telling you, like, it's practically the reason why been, they bring it up every time I ever talk about Disney, yeah. why they'll never go back. They're like, I was, they were so upset. And I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, I can't help you. You know what I mean? But I get it. You went one time and it wasn't, you know, what you wanted to see. Yeah. I do understand that.
0: Yeah, I mean,
2: I definitely get that, and I feel so bad for that person that they went, and it was a birthday cake. I mean, that means they went in that, like, 1997 year... I, it, I, the Apparently, this refurb of the castle is being done specifically for the, the 70th anniversary of Cinderella. Okay. The movie. I think it's also gonna, you know, be for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, <laughs> but...
1: Uh, suppose- i'm just saying you can't you can't see in like 11 years for like the 60th anniversary of, of magic kingdom they do the original paint scheme of the, i mean that's what they do They do it all the time
2: Yeah, i could see that maybe
1: uh, or it'll have some kind of paint where like when you look at it through your camera like disney characters are flying off of it because it's like you know mm-hmm. we're far into the future at that point trust me the castle is always going to be tweaked here and there
2: so the by the way, speaking of Disney characters flying overhead, and this is a huge di- diversion from what we're talking about. Did you hear about this this Avengers campus at Disneyland is going to have Sp- oh. an animatronic Spider Man swinging over yeah, the land? You, you saw the video, right? I did. It's awesome. I I I'm like I can't believe it. Like I'm awesome. so in awe of it. I mean, I've been the one saying and that I really was hoping for the the rumor. That they were going to have X-Wing and TIE Fighter like drones right. flying over Galaxy's Edge. And that has not yet happened. But, you know. Um, so if you're wondering if this castle refurbishment is going to um, impact your trip, it is going to start in the coming weeks, according to Disney. There's no official date set yet, but they do expect that work will be complete by the end of the summer. So if you're going anytime between now and the end of summer, there is a chance... There's going to be some construction equipment around the castle, however, if you're believing Captain Kirk here uh Captain case and Kirk the you know it's not gonna it's not gonna be an eyesore. I mean, even with the crane now, you remember they used to leave the crane up twenty four seven when they were hanging the lights now during the day, like at the highly trafficked areas, they fold that crane up and it goes behind construction walls over by where the wishing well is, right. The only real impact is that you can't go down that little path over by Merida. Right. So, all right. Uh, we have more Magic Kingdom news to get to you. But before we get to that, I am going to take a quick commercial break, hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon podcast, and then, we're gonna, then we'll be back with more of the news. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse is coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more, more fun experience? Tell me. that sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied working with Dave you're likely to pay less and get more and what's better than that Peter Mandel tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food.
1: That is an accomplishment.
2: Absolutely, I wish I could say I did. That's like that. a, like the snack challenge times ten. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. All Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey. And renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to KingdomStrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit KingdomStrollers.com.
3: Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for All Things Disney from My Perspective. Let's face it, with our fast paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic workdays to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house.
2: Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content.
0: Hello, humans! My name is Morty Monster, and I'm... uh, well, I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the monster world, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you. I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster.
2: And we're back, folks. Welcome back to more of the news. And we're still knee-deep in Magic kingdom goodness right now, Peter Mandel. And uh, I have some Magic Kingdom news that I think you're going to like, but I don't think you'll ever do. Huh. Okay. You can now book in-park photo sessions with PhotoPass photographers, like private photo sessions. All right? Um, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean... Theoretically, kind of, you could kind of do stuff like this in the past.
2: It's called Capture Your Moment. Now, what do you think something like this costs? $1,500. $50. Bucks. What? Capture Your Moment is priced at $50, and that gets you 20 minutes with a PhotoPass photographer. At the start of your session, your photographer will share available photo shoot locations and discuss what you'd like to capture before escorting you to your photo shoot location. If you need more time, you can book 40 minutes for $100, which, by the way, is not a savings. (laughs) It's just another $50 for another 20 minutes, uh, which gives you access to at least two photo locations in the park.
0: Hmm. 50
2: bucks, like, for 20 minutes with a photographer?
1: (sighs) Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, 50 bucks. Like, I throw 50 bucks in Disney away on stuff all the
2: time. So I'm trying to justify it, but. I had to look you know, like I had to look to make sure that like it wasn't a typo in the article that I read. I'm like, did they miss a zero? I see okay, listen. So like let's I, I bet
1: you there are ways you know, I gotta be honest with you, maybe I will do this. I bet you there are ways that you could make this work. Like for me I love the haunted mansion. If you're telling me I could go when the sun is down Right. And to have a photographer do like Haunted Mansion pictures of like the kids and me and Heather for 50 bucks with like a professional camera and have that kind of come out awesome.
2: Yeah. Hmm,
1: I don't know. I might do that. I now, mean, would I go and get the standard picture in front of the castle? Not really. I do that all the time. Right. Of course. So it would really depend on like the locations. I guarantee, though, I could think of some cool spots. You know what? I'll give you a great example. You know, Heather and I got engaged right to the left side of the castle if you're yes. facing it. And those benches are gone and stuff. But would I – could I surprise her with, like, a photo pass photographer and we take pictures, like, in the spot we got engaged? Yeah. I mean, I, I would probably like it more than she would. She'd be like, whatever. Um, but sure. I don't know. I I think maybe – is it – now, is it just Magic Kingdom?
2: Yes, it's just Magic Kingdom right now. I'm sure it will eventually – if it, if it takes off, I'm sure it will go to the other parks. But it looks like this is kind of a pilot program.
1: I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to put my, my my brain on this and see if I can – I really like the idea of getting, like, nighttime haunted mansion pics.
2: Yeah. Well, now it says at the start of your session, your photographer will share available photo shoot locations for you and discuss right. what you so want to I capture. Need, so cli- I this to start and then people tell me where the available locations are. Exactly. I, and I don't know if it changes daily or whatnot, but – or what time – like, it might only be available in the morning. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but it, now it says it's important to note that prints and digital downloads are not included in the session cost. Uh, so to gain access to your shoot, you will need to pay per image or use a Disney PhotoPass entitlement like Memory Maker or Memory Maker One Day, as well as qualifying annual pass holders with a Disney PhotoPass download benefit. So you, somebody that goes with Memory Maker, or me, an annual pass holder that gets their photos with their pass, we got all our pictures. But if you don't have that... You're paying for right. pay the pictures afterwards on top of the fifty bucks. Right. Yeah, I mean I don't know. You're right. Maybe it's a bust. This is Who on knows? but this is ongoing. This started February tenth. Okay. Uh so you can call to make bookings reservations now. There can you,
1: you think can you think of of uh, any good spots in the Magic Kingdom you'd want to picture?
2: Oh my goodness. Um the Hubgrass. Really? I would love, like, a really nice, like, sitting down in the Hubgrass, like, series of pictures.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Like, almost picnic style.
2: Yeah, I would like that. And, like, oh, gosh. I'm, I'm like, going, I'm, like, trying to quickly go through, like, you know, it would be great, like, I mean, we're talking about, like, just, just pure fantasy here, not, like, something that I think they'll actually offer. But, like, could you imagine if you could, like, take a photo pass photographer with you on the TTC <laughs> have like snap pictures uh, of you as you pass like iconic. Cause how great would a professional photo like of that, you know, that bend around the, the, the people mover when like the castle is like right there on your left hand side. And it's like a gorgeous view yeah. of it. Like, could you imagine a nice picture with that in the background? Like, I feel like that would be cool. No, You're right.
1: It would be awesome. Like I imagine like if you had kids and you could like go on Dumbo you know, you always see those, uh, pics on, like, the website of, like, kids on Dumbo and they're having that great time. And yeah. It's in the air flying. If he could go in the, in the Dumbo in front of you and, like, take pics of you on
2: Dumbo, things like that, you're right. That'd be really cool. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think they can. <laughs> no, me neither. They'd have to also, like, match you height for height. Right. I feel like that would be really hard to do. Um, if, in theory, they could do it at the magic carpet ride if, like, the photographer sat in the front uh, of the car and you sat in the back. That'd be easier. Mm. But, but,
1: they should really do like a uh, ride photo for Magic Carpet, like set up some kind of automated camera on top of one of those agribot buildings right there. Okay. And like as you go by, you could like snap your pick, you uh-huh. know,
2: that would be cool. I'm all for more ride photos. And I think now that you're starting to get more ride photos now that like. They can just send them to the RFID on your magic band and don't have to install, like, a photo, like, yeah. s- like, area for you to, like, purchase and whatnot. So, like, the Haunted Mansion picture, which, by the way, I can I gripe about the Haunted Mansion picture for a second? Is it about what's not in the picture? No, it's about the fact that I don't get them. Oh, why? Every time I ride Haunted Mansion, I don't get my Haunted Mansion picture. The only time I do is if I'm riding with a friend who I'm connected with on My Disney Experience and I can just see their pictures.
1: Hmm. So, then so I, I think it's it, weird but... that the ghosts in the Haunted Mansion picture, I believe it's the Hatbox Ghost.
2: Yeah, I think so, too.
1: It's not even in Disney World. No, it's <laughs> okay, not. I think it's funny. And I'm pretty sure they don't have a ride photo in Disneyland. There's so, so really much Hatbox
2: weird. Ghost merchandise, too, at, at, at uh, Memento Mori. Well, I
1: but I get that because that that merchandise is sold nationally you know what i mean it's not disney world specific hatbox ghost yeah but this picture is disney world specific hatbox ghost
2: so uh our last bit of magic kingdom news uh for this week is big thunder mountain is scheduled for refurbishment this spring it's going to be from may 4th to may 22nd so if you're planning a trip during that time just know for your itinerary that big thunder mountain is not going to happen all right are you ready to dive into epcot because we've got so much epcot news my favorite. This is where we're gonna spend the majority of our time today, I think. Now that I've said that, we're we'll probably gonna breeze right through it. They've did you see they've announced the annual Passholder Magnets for Flower and Garden Festival. What is it? I could not be more excited for this. Okay. Okay? There's two. So, um April, March fourth to April nineteenth, you can get Donald Duck in like a gardener's hat with Spike the Bee, who's kind of the mascot of Flower and Garden. Uh huh. Um, so that's the magnet for the first half. Okay, the second half is the Orange Bird. Very cool. And that's April twentieth, June first. They're also putting out official Orange Bird uh, mouse ears for Flower. Oh, Man.
1: I saw those. They're really nice.
2: Yeah. Which you know stinks because for my friend's birthday, I just went on Etsy and got her a pair of Orange Bird ears. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you
1: about these magnets. Here's what I don't understand. A, you can't really put it on your car, right? Because it's going to get stolen. They're all on my fridge. Um, B, the line to get said magnet, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know if I even care that much. And trust me, no one owns more magnets than I do.
2: I love magnets. But there's an enormous, enormous line. Yeah, but it moves. Like the line, the line exists, but you just walk up, you get your magnet, and you leave.
0: Like, yeah,
2: it's true. It, it's like the line may look frightening, but you're not going to be on it for more than five minutes. I've right. done this plenty of times. I so, believe you. like, though, though the, um, there was no line when I went for the Festival of the Arts one, which is just like a Mickey and like a, it's just like the classic Mickey, but it's on like a purple background with like, it looks like paint on it and stuff like that. Like it looks artsy. Right uh but that one was in the new temporary mouse gear location
1: which, which might be the ugliest looking facility for merchandise i've ever seen
2: you know my friend chris said something really interesting when we went in there he said um he was like this looks like the floor of a comic con like where they just set yeah, up like the, like it looks like by the end of the weekend this will all be gone like it'll all be yep. like getting taken down it really does look like a comic con I star. mean it's
1: a legit temporary like, you know spot so yeah. i understand but
2: yeah I mean but it, it, it's you know we're going to get into construction a little bit more I mean Epcot is just a disaster area right now right and I I think it's making World Showcase even more crowded because you know you don't have all that future world real estate for people to meander through anyway the Orange Bird will be available from the 20th of April to June 1st so lots of opportunities to get both Donald and Orange Bird can't wait to have them in my fridge but yes you're right like on my car I have the The standard annual pass holder magnet. The orange background with Mickey, it's his pass holder. I learned my lesson long ago when I had a Donald, um, a summertime Donald and my Darkwing Duck that I bought off Etsy. And those got got swiped off the back of my car. Right. So, you know, I was a little too trusting of people and uh, paid the price. But now I was able to, uh, by the way, I was able to get another Donald Duck uh magnet, so that was a big plus. Uh the Darkwing duck was never replaced, but now all of the specialty ones um are on my refrigerator. Okay. And I love I love getting a new one and adding it. Like that's one of my favorite things that they do with these with these festivals. Uh so the Regal Eagle Smokehouse is going to be opening soon, possibly imminently. I have someone in
1: Epcot today who is gonna at least take a peek. I've seen the merchandise. I, I kind seen of merchandise. like T shirt. Oh, Sam, you haven't seen the is, Regal Eagle t-shirt? Is, is Sam Eagle There's on it? Glass. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, it's I'm subtle. On. You know what I mean? It's not like, here's a giant picture of him.
2: Okay. I'm all but about it, that.
1: It's like the logo, you know?
2: Yep. Um, the sign has been uncovered, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse sign. Cast members are standing outside promoting it. And there is a sign underneath the sign that says, opening soon. So, people, uh, so general consensus is that this could happens sometime in the next few days i'm excited another place to eat
1: napcot do you have to go and check it out because i have to
2: know i will definitely check it out i mean you know twist my arm to eat some barbecue uh i'm not a huge fan of the polite pig in disney springs i have to te- i have to say okay and people always want to eat there and i i'll eat there and i'll like i'll even enjoy it it's just it would never be my first choice ever you know
1: so you've seen the sign that says like. uh I don't know. It's something like a, a tribute to all barbecue or all cookouts, but mostly barbecue or something like that. Right. You've seen it. I haven't. Oh, that's like the whole Sam Eagle. Like, you know, Oh, it's basically it's a take on the line, of course, right, of from course. Muppet to all Vision. Nations, but mostly and, America. And I had this really sad thought the other day, like, is this restaurant going to outlive Muppet Vision? Like no. one day, am I going to have to be like, hey, this is an homage to a fantastic line from Muppet Vision? No,
2: it's not, because Muppet Vision isn't going anywhere.
1: I know. I just, you know what? I I never cared about Muppet Vision. That's your thing. And, like, if it went away, I mean, I'd be bummed. But, you know, now I'm, like, when I saw that and I had the thought that, like, oh, no. Like, I might actually be really upset if it ever, like, went away. Like, that would really bother me. With
2: all the work they've just done to Hollywood Studios, you really think they're going to knock down another major building anytime soon to put something new? No, you're right. If it's the fact that it survived Galaxy's Edge... And Toy Story Land. The fact that it survived that means it's safe for at least the foreseeable future. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, So uh, coming back this summer, very excited for this. The Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Live is returning once again. This is a fantastic, fantastic show where they, they live perform a lot of the awesome mix songs from Guardians of the Galaxy. like hooked on a feeling. And, you know, like it, it's it's an awesome live show. It has Star Lord and Gamora and Baby Groot in it. Cool. Baby Groot is up on the the monitor, obviously, but um, and they you know they have a Zandarian band who like plays all of like the Earth music, and it's it's really really good. I very much enjoyed it. The center of Future World is now completely closed off. Okay, like it used to be that like you can get into that area around like where the old pin shop used to be and where there were like those drink kiosks and stuff, and then. Right outside Electric Umbrella, and then you can kind of like make your way like down a little path that was over by where Mouse Gear is. Um, not anymore; it is now completely blocked off. There are new Eastern and Western bypass walkways um, okay. that will allow you to get around it. So, with the bypass walkway, you either go you either go right to get toward the seas and the land, or you go to the left to get toward uh, Test Track and and Mission Space and and all that good stuff. Uh, cast members are out there holding signs that are themed with the new Epcot font. Uh, the guest guest relations is the cutoff point. So the furthest you can go into Future World now is is where the guest relations is on the left. Okay. I mean it is it is closed down.
1: I won't I won't lie and say I'm not happy about missing this because that's not something I would love.
2: No, not at all. Um, but there are also now um, new FastPass Plus kiosks. There, there's there's some outside of test track. And there are some on the other side over by where the Seas Nemo and Friends are. Um, now, in keeping with this, the electric umbrella is now officially closed.
1: Right. Yeah. Ethan was a little bummed out about that.
2: Yeah. Now, I don't know. Are they bringing it back? Uh, we don't know. They didn't really make an announcement about that.
1: I mean, I was hoping they would just because it seems like there's been some like fan uprising for it. But yeah. I don't know.
2: Has there been fan uprising or has there just been fan uprising in
1: your house? That's true. It could just be my house, but I have seen things online. So
2: Okay. Well, the – um. so now they are – Sunshine Seasons is now offering burgers and fries to make up for the electric umbrella being closed. They've also added a new quick service location. Well, I mean, Taste Track has always been there. It started as a grilled cheese location. Eventually, it went to like desserts and cronuts and whatnot. Now it is burgers. It is burgers, fries, and salads. It is a temporary replacement for Electric Umbrella. So, okay. take that as you will. Um, speaking of closures in Epcot, this is such a downer. Uh, the Agent P World Showcase Challenge is officially closed. It closes on February 17th. DuckTales is coming in soon, but we don't have a start date for that yet. Obviously, they have to go in there and they have to change stuff around and, you know, take out all like the animatronic Perry that like would come in the boat and all that stuff. Right, right. So. Uh, but the DuckTales World Showcase Adventure is coming. It's exciting. It's exciting because I love me some DuckTales, but you know me, I also love me my Agent P and Dupin Schmerz And it's true, but you got to do it. You yeah, know? I know. I mean, this is and this is the end of any Phineas and Ferb in the parks, which I mean is to be expected. The show's been off the air now for years, but true, it's still, you know, I, you know, people are always like, "Well, why isn't there more Disney Channel stuff?" Disney Channel like Disney does this thing where it's like your show goes four seasons and then you're done.
1: That's almost all cartoons. though. I don't get me wrong. I know SpongeBob and Simpsons and tons of things run longer, but I can remember when like, um, when the, so not teen Titans go that you have right now, but the teen Titans show prior to this, right? It was also wildly popular, ran a couple seasons and then was done. And they actually replaced it with a Legion cartoon. And everyone was like, what? Like that shows huge. Superman and the I, Legion I of
2: superheroes. Yeah. I remember that.
1: I think it has something to do with like syndication. As soon as they hit that number, they can kind of syndicate that show and then make another one. Um, so you just you do see it a lot. I mean, it's
2: just how well, they how they work. Well, and Disney does it with their live action shows too, like their yeah, um, exactly. their Disney Channel shows. Yep. Which you know, I'm still bitter that Girl Meets World didn't get its final season, but yeah, I'm re-binging Boy Meets World now. I got to tell you, it holds up. My daughter, I, I mean
1: I got Disney Plus for me, but I'm telling you, when I tell you my daughter has watched all of Boy Meets World, Girl Meets World. Uh she has just plowed through so many of the shows that she likes. Oh, it's amazing. Crazy. I'm like, oh well, I'm getting my uh three dollars and forty cents a month or whatever I'm paying for this thing. So I'm like, I told We're you so that,
2: good. I told you that um I met the Boy Meets World cast, right? No, that's exciting. It was at MegaCon last year. Um which, by oh, cool. the way, MegaCon Orlando this year is going to be in April. It's usually in May, and uh, our friend Morty Monster is going to be a uh, guest at MegaCon this year. Oh, okay. He's going to be in the in the kids area um, for you know to interact with people. Neat. So officially, as part of MegaCon, um, he'll also be walking around making his own videos. But you know that's not part of the con. Um, so, yeah, we met... Uh, my friend Dave and I did the photo op with uh, Corey, Topanga, Sean, and Eric. Um, Topanga was super pregnant. Uh, and we saw their their panel also. But, you know, like, have you ever... D- I'm sure you've never done these photo ops at these conventions, right? No. no. Yeah, so, I mean, you're not getting a lot of time. You're you, you're If you're in there for 30 seconds, it's a lot. You walk in, they take the picture, you walk out. Um, so right. I had time to say one thing and one thing only. And the first thing that came to my mind wasn't even about boy meets world I-, I turned to eric and i went batman beyond return of the joker is my favorite batman movie <laughs> and he was like oh my god thank you so much but you know it's and just then you like, walked away and he's like was i in that one yeah no he oh he very much knows that he was batman are you kidding me right um <laughs> he was the voice of terry mcginnis obviously in batman beyond Uh, He does so much voice work. He, like, there was a moment where um, somebody mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy in their panel, and he just goes, the cartoon is better because he's the voice of Star Lord on the Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon. Um, He's been in, he does so much voice work, and I love it. Anyway, continuing on, um, new signage is now up in the seas with Nemo and friends. They have all new signs. Oh, nice. So, I mean, these signs you're looking at, um, the new signs kind of blend in better with the Epcot reimagining. So they're all in that Epcot font. Right. Which I like. I think it's great that they're like tying everything together. I enjoy the new Epcot font. I like the new, I like the new look of Epcot. I just can't wait till this construction is over, man. I mean, and it's probably, you know, it's probably, what, another year or two? Yeah. I mean,
1: I know this is kind of not a popular opinion, but I'm, I'm, very into Future World. I like World Showcase, but I mean, Future World kind of reeks of Epcot. Yes. To me, I love it. Uh, so it is, it is hard to
2: hard to suffer this at the moment. Were they saying that this was going to be done by the 50th?
1: I can't imagine they wouldn't want it to be done by the 50th. You guess, know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, it's just so much. I know. It does seem
2: like a lot. And then again, they did start it last year. so True. Two years is usually what they do. So... um. No Animal Kingdom news this week, which I'm very sad about because we almost had an all-categories all, all categories news week, and we don't because of Animal Kingdom. Thanks, Animal Kingdom. Right. Thanks uh, for literally nothing. Yeah. Um, Animal Kingdom news this week. There are otters there, and I like that, uh, which we've covered before. But, love otters. Uh, I do love the otters. Um, Hollywood Studios news. We got some news here. Uh, the sign is up for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It's outside the Chinese Theater. Did you see this? Okay. Nice I big. Did. Yeah, nice big sign. Um, so, I mean, really nothing more to say about that other than the fact that it's a sign. Um, entertainment shifts might be coming are rumored for Galaxy's Edge. Now, the Star Wars, a galaxy far, far away stage show is actually expected to be coming to an end later this month. The show debuted in 2016 as Disney moved quickly to add more Star Wars content to the park while Galaxy's Edge was being built. The show has been relatively poorly received by guests and requires a lot of resources to accommodate its performance. So that is the giant stage outside of the Chinese theater. You gotta think Disney is like itching to get rid of that. Right. Because now that what they do, they used to just have the fireworks go on behind the stage, but now they actually like strike the stage and they do like a whole big production where they like wheel the stage out, which just seems like a lot of work. Uh, When it's done for the day. And this show, by the way, have you ever stopped and watched that show? I haven't. It's flaming hot garbage. Like, I mean, it was literally like, it was back when, like, the launch bay wasn't done yet. The Galaxy's Edge was still being built. And they were like, we need something. Well, how about a show where we just show a bunch of clips from the movies and then a character walks out on stage and waves? And that's literally all it is. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, you know, videos. It's like. (laughs) Movie, 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 movie. Chewbacca walks out and goes, Hey. And then leaves. And then it's like movie, 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 movie. And then Boba Fett walks out and goes, Hey. And then he leaves. The only the only fun part about that is like before and after it, the characters all like like travel together from the launch bay to the stage. And like if you time it right, you can actually see them all coming down.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. It's pretty neat. uh, yeah, I literally saw them walk by, and that 90 seconds was enough. Good.
2: Now, elsewhere in the park, it is expected that Mike, uh, I guess it was they they be Mike Wazowski, Bo Peep mm-hmm. and Frozone will be taking a break from meet and greets. I saw this. Why? I, I don't know. Like, but why would why? you want to meet Sully with no— Like, I understand Frozone and Bo Peep to an extent, because, you know, you get Jesse back out there with Woody— um, and you know, Mr. Incredible is fine by himself, but, but Sully without Mike, I, I mean,
1: I don't know if I understand it. It's, it's almost
2: like, you know, if I went
1: there and I just saw Sully, I wouldn't think anything of, about it, but like an announcement that we're purposely like, you know, going to hold Mike Wazowski back for a while. It's like, huh, why? I don't
2: understand what the rationale is. Well, and you know what? I've met Sully by himself before now that I think about it. I'm sure I have also. Yeah, because they didn't used to be together. It would be like you meet Mike and then you meet Sully. I'm pretty sure.
1: Right. Oh, no, I got them together at that spot.
2: Now, the result of the changes, apparently, is to free up entertainment budget to bring more offerings to Batu. The first edition is thought to be a stage show that will take place on the TIE Fighter stage in the First Order area. I'm assuming they mean the stage where Kylo Ren's ship is. Right. Uh, Since opening, the main criticism of Galaxy's Edge has been a lack of atmosphere entertainment in a land that initially promised to be alive with the local residents of Black Spire Outpost and beyond. These changes look to be the first step in addressing that criticism. Disney has yet to announce any entertainment changes, so until then, consider this to be speculation. Now, I'm all about adding more entertainment, but I don't want... I kind of don't want character meet and greets at Batu. I don't either, not if
1: you're still going to have Launch Bay.
2: Yeah, and it, like I feel like it, I feel like if I want to get like my Chewbacca picture, I can go to the launch bay and get my Chewbacca picture. I like that the characters that you encounter in Batu are just kind of there, living their lives.
1: Yeah, I, you know, even the fact that like Star Tours is located outside of Galaxy's Edge works for me. Yeah, me too. I, I, you could you could easily have meet and greets over there. I'm cool with more Star Wars in studios. In the actual streets of Batu, I mean, why go the route of we're going to make this what it is? You know what I mean? Like, why do you and need then, a
0: stage show there? Like,
2: there's enough to do in Batu. But I mean, don't they kind of like when Kylo Ren, like
1: you know, lands and like you know, has the little argument with yeah. like his little Like, aren't they kind of stage shows? That's kind they of they just stage seem show, like yeah. Right, they're just in
2: the moment, and I'm cool. I feel like I'm
1: witnessing something. I'm okay with that kind of stage show. Yeah,
2: but I don't want it to be like, "And here comes Ray." Like, I right, I I, they have to keep the the mystique of like you exist in this world now. Like that is for me. That's my favorite thing about it. And who the heck is going into Batu and being like, "There's nothing to do here." Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> you've got two major attractions, two stores that are attractions in and of themselves. You've got the Den of Antiquities, which is, I could spend an hour in. You've got a restaurant. You've got the milk stand. You've got so much in Batu. You've got the marketplace. I mean, come on. What more do you want?
1: I mean, what if they did like a thing where Ray and like Vimarati like were on stage and kind of like rallied support for like the resistance, like a, like a recruitment drive. I don't mean like a twenty minute show. I mean, a, I mean three minutes, like they do with the Kylo Ren thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, now the difference being that the Kylo Ren thing is probably pre recorded.
2: It is, but the but the general isn't. No, he's miked. He's miked. But like so Ray. But, like, Ray and Chewie will go up by that X-Wing, and they'll be fixing it, and they'll be asking the people down there for, like, advice, and I like that.
1: But that's different. the people in the front can see it, but four rows back can't see it.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: You know what I mean? If you had her on a little—and I don't mean a giant stage. I mean, if you had her raised up five feet, everyone in that entire area would be able to see it. It doesn't have to be a stage. It could be a little spot where she is. You know what I mean?
2: I, I definitely get that. I can see your point on that. So I I mean I'm all for more Star Wars. I just I don't know. I, I I don't think Batu is lacking in entertainment. I don't understand where that comes from. Right. All right. So finally, our last bit of news this week, and it's big. It's pretty big news. There will be no virtual queue for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay. So the virtual kind of queue. Actually, though, no, this is I'm sorry. This is not our last news item. This is our second to last news item. Uh, but the virtual queue obviously has been being used for Rise of the Resistance. Um and Disney has instead opted to use Fast Pass Plus for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. A traditional standby line will also be available. Now, with the addition of Runaway Railway to Fast Pass Plus, the selection groups at Hollywood Studios have changed the tiers. So you get one selection of Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, Slinky Dog Dash, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Those are the three you can choose one from. Now, two selections from Toy Story Mania... Alien Swirling Saucers, and Roller Coaster, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and Fantasmic. Okay. I did not see Star Tours on that list. You know, I have a feeling if Star
1: Tours had no Fast Pass, it would roll really quickly.
2: I think so, too. And I'm wondering if they're going to start doing stuff like that now. Hmm. But, yeah. A... You remember
1: when Pirate, Pirates Forever had no Fast Pass? Yes. And when they put Fast Pass Plus in, we were like, oh, it's going to have a weight now. And it does. It does, yeah. a mega weight, but it has a weight. And it used to be like you could roll right through that thing.
2: Well, and you know, were, so, the, so the fast like they, they were fast passes for um, Star Tours and Muppet Vision were the two that I didn't see. I mean, listen, if you're getting a Muppet Vision fast pass, I don't know what to tell you. Like, right. you've wasted a fast pass. But Star Tours, I think, I can't imagine they're going to get rid of Star Tours fast passes. I think that might have just been a an omission in the article that I'm pulling from.
1: Yeah, probably. But Listen, if I go get a fast pass for uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid or not even
2: what's the show called? I think it's Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Oh, it is.
1: OK. Um, yeah. No, they're still going to keep the Star Tours one.
2: Yeah. Now, I think the, the big headline here, though, is that now you can get Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror in the same tier. You used to not be able to yeah. do that. Yeah. Because now you're you're three. You got Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, Smuggler's Run and Slinky Dog Dash.
1: I I can't help but feel like the next time I go, I would of course do Mickey and Minnie's as my tier one. Yes, because if I'm getting there at crazy o'clock in the morning, I'm probably getting right on the Falcon anyway. Right, and then you know I I would I know my son wants to ride Tower of Terror next time, so like we'd probably do that. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think it. Listen, Forever Studios has been like get your tier one and then throw your other two away. Yeah, now you've got actual choices. Time. I can remember times where I was like, I'm just going to take the first two fast passes in the morning I can. I'm not even going to do them because I don't even need those. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe I'd get a Star Tours and I would go on that. But right. I mean, there have been times I've had that and been like, oh, we're not even over there. I'm not even going to do this one.
2: Yeah. Um, now, the uh, Disney has apparently been polling people, by the way, about like, what do you prefer? Virtual Q, FastPass Plus, or just a standby line?
1: See, here's the thing. <laughs> Virtual Q is amazing. The problem is they build, you know, when you go to Avatar, right? When you go to Pandora, like that's not a really big land. It isn't. But they know we have two and a half hours of people inside this building. Now, what's two and a half hours of people? Is that 7,000 people? Is it 5,000 people? It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. So they factor that in. So the idea that one day Disney World is going to be all virtual queues, it, it, it could never be. Everyone will be spilled out onto the streets.
2: Right, you do. You need to have some regular lines. So I right, I it is.
1: It is like an isolated thing for things like Rise of the Resistance or when they debut a ride. I, I get it, but it could never just become that all the time. But
2: I mean, it I just can't. The problem with Rise of the Resistance is unless if you're not getting there at like two hours before the, the park opens you're not getting on that ride and you might have to come back like 11 hours later right i mean it's so changes have are coming to have come to the boarding group so previously once a boarding group was called you had a 2 hour return window that's now been changed in some cases to be a 1 hour window um so it, you got to pay attention to the notification you get from my disney experience on that the boarding groups continue to be in high demand with standard boarding groups typically gone within one minute of the posted park opening. Yeah. Backup groups typically reach capacity around 45 minutes after park opening. So the best advice for that is um, to plan to be through the turnstiles 30 minutes before the park opening and immediately access My Disney Experience at the opening time to secure your group. That's the news this week. That's news. How long do you think they're going to keep this um, the boarding groups going?
1: I I think this is going to be the fact that it's not dying down at all. At I, all. I think it' going to be a long time. Never had, I'm not quite sure how you switch out of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, like it would be a madhouse. Like you'd have you'd have seven hour waits. But it, like to me, like knowing that like if I want to go on this ride that I love with all my heart and soul, I have to arrive at Hollywood Studios at six a.m. or before. But
1: I mean. That's the thing. Now, now are we looking at this as, you know, fans? Or are we looking at this as Disney? Is Disney upset you're getting there at six o'clock in the morning? No, you're staying in their park all day. You're yeah. buying food. They're okay with that. Um, are there people who are like, I don't want to get up and go to the park that early. I'm cool with that too. Cause you know what? You don't want to ride it that badly. Right. It's just the way it is. You don't got to get up every day at this time just for this ride. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it's a weird situation. I'm really curious to see what they do with it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, on, the other thing with Rise of the Resistance is it kind of, like, edges out people that aren't very tech-savvy.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, everyone has a smartphone.
2: I mean, yeah, but, like, I'm better at using my smartphone than my parents are. True. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I'm really
1: worried about going because I haven't done the process. Right. So,
2: like, when I go,
1: am I going to get one of those things where, like, my phone's not really connecting to the Wi-Fi? You know what I mean? Am I going to get some weird... Yeah. I've had people tell I've had people tell me get off the Wi-Fi when you're doing it.
2: Yeah, that would be my that would be my because the Wi-Fi is so hit or miss. My advice would be I can typically get good service in Hollywood studios, so my right. advice would be to not do that. What to not get off the Wi-Fi? To not be on the Wi-Fi. Not so get off the Wi-Fi. What yeah.
1: about this? Can I have? Can I be trying to get into a boarding group and have my wife trying to be getting a boarding group at the same time? Probably. Like we're all trying to get into boarding groups. Yeah, we both know only one of us is going to get it first. Yeah,
2: but... um, you know, I'm not 100% sure on that. I, I will I will look into that. I will ask some people that have gone. Right. Because I haven't done this since the day that it opened. I tried one time to go with a friend, and he ended up showing up like 30 minutes late, and we couldn't get a boarding group. You've only ridden it once? I've only ridden it once. Wow. Yeah, uh, the plan is to do it again soon, but, you know, we'll see. All right, well, that's everything this week. You got anything else you wanted to add? Now it killed it. Did you see Sonic the Hedgehog? I didn't. I hear it's good. It's fan- I, I mean, Fantastic might be a stretch, but it was really good. Like Listen,
1: I, I want movies to be fun. I don't need everything to be Shawshank Redemption. Oh,
2: I mean it was super fun. I mean, like, right. it was everything you want out of a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and Jim Carrey, Jim it was like a return to form for Jim Carrey. Like we haven't seen like the alrighty then Jim Carrey in a very long time. Right. And this was a hundred percent the all-righty then you know ace ventura the mask riddler jim carrey um which i personally enjoyed seeing and um yeah i i enjoy it uh we talked about it this week on the real the relaunch and reboot of the geek watchtower which oh is- it's back yeah it's back um so it is uh we we real uh, i it's not a wdpn production this time I am pretty much just hosting it, and then other I have other people that do the production. My friends are over okay. there hanging with Web Show, who are just absolutely wonderful. Um, they're handling the production end of it, the ads, and all that other stuff. I literally, all I was like, I was like, I want to do this. I have no time to do it, so I it can't be anything more than I get to talk into a microphone for an hour, and that's that. And so that's what it is. Right. My friend Dave Swan was my co-host on it. Um, Chris and Allie are just, you know, super busy in their lives now and they will eventually make appearances on the show. I'm going to have like a rotating thing of co-hosts. Maybe you can guest co-host one time on the show. No, Watchtower. I thought that you do that.
1: This that is would... what I do for a living, So Yeah.
2: I mean maybe if we do like a con- like something on like specific comics and stuff like that it'd be good to have your perspective on it. Okay. But yeah, so um it's I don't think it's on iTunes yet. You can find it on Right now you can find it on Spreaker. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. So there's that. And, of course, you know, Morty. Morty doing his Morty stuff. He went to to Universal for the first time. Oh, nice. He did three videos in Harry Potter and then one in uh, Seuss Landing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he had fun there. And uh, we're going to be going to uh, Disney at some point this week to get some more, um, you know, footage filmed. So, all All right. right. Well, uh, anything else? That's it. Well, that's going to do it for two minutes in the masses this week, folks. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Uh, we are so glad to be bringing the show to you guys, and we will be back next week with another all-new episode. Uh, more of a normal episode with, you know, news followed by an e-ticket attraction. And, uh, folks, if you love our buddy Peter Mandel, check him out over at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey 0701, uh, 07016, or go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, also, folks, if you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, any Disney resort throughout the known world, check out our buddy Dave Weikert over at Magical Travel. Uh, he can be reached on Facebook as Magical Travel Dave or email DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Renting a Cripper stroller? Kingdom Strollers has got you guys covered. Go to KingdomStrollers.com for more information about how you can get the crib or stroller of your dreams for your next Disney uh, vacation. And for me, folks, uh, the Geek Watchtower, the Morty Monster YouTube channel, my books are all on Amazon. And of course, you can also uh, go to UWAElite.com to see what's going on over at the United Wrestling Alliance where I uh, perform regularly. And I'll be in a show uh, there on March 7th in South River, New Jersey. If you guys want to, uh, if you're in the area and you want to come out and see, um, you know some quality wrestling action featuring yours truly Uh, and uh, so that does it for this week Pete any closing words I hope we get to do it again next week Yeah, we will thank you again for joining us folks this and every episode we will see you next time on two men and the mouse
0: so there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. If you're standing,
1: please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.